Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Seven Pillars of Sovereignty. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. Today is March, or March, April 31st. I've done this like twice today. April 31st in the year 2022, which would mean it's April Fool's Day. But I hate April Fool's Day, so no time to look for April Fool's Day here. I can't stand this thing when people do that. And there's been a bunch of silly stuff going on today around that. But anyway, we're on April 1st, and it's the only April 1st you're ever going to have in the year of 2022, which is good because it's almost over. And we're launching the new month off with as much crazy as normal. So before we begin, MyPillow.com is the place you're going to need to go to get the best products for sleep. And sleep is extremely important right now. Our rest, our health, everything about what we have in our immune system is built on the strength of sleep. And you need good sleep products. And what does MyPillow have? The best pillows, the best sheets, the best mattresses. The best sleepwear, the best slippers, all those things. And they're all at massive discounts using your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S. So you have MyPillow Classic down to 1998 using your BARDS code. You have the Giza cotton sheets, which are absolutely amazing. Never thought I would like sheets so much. Giza cotton sheets. And they're down as much as 60% off. You have Giza cotton pillows. That's a new line. Fantastic stuff. You have... Mattress toppers, great mattresses, sleepwear for men and women. Sleepwear for men and women is 50% off. So are the my slippers, 50% off. Check it all out. All over the MyPillow site. There's so many places. But as Bards Nation, we have our own special page. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is our own special page. And that's awesome. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, you can use that anywhere on the frankspeech.com site, the mystore.com site, and the mypillow.com site. And if you want to speak to a Patriot Pillow counselor, call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and they're going to get you hooked up. You're going to get all the sleep products you need to give yourself a good, strong immune system, and you're going to be happy, or hopefully. If you're not happier after that, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'll tell you what, if you're not happier after that, if you have a really long book like War and Peace or something, grab it and hit yourself right between the eyes, knock yourself out, and then go to sleep on the MyPillow, and you'll sleep like a baby, I promise. Anyway, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. All right, so let's start with some crazy. I'm just shaking my head at how stupid this world. It just doesn't stop. So today, first off, right off the top, and we, we're going to talk a lot about the importance of seven pillars tonight because the slide of the dollar is now official. We're going to get into more of this in a minute. But on April 1st today, 
President Putin has refused to accept payment for oil in any other currency except ruble. And that means that people have to open up an account with the Russian central bank to get, and that doesn't, that's not like the federal fed reserve Rothschild central bank. That's just the Russian country central bank. And you have to open an account to get rubles and you can buy oil in rubles or Bitcoin. Ruble is now backed by gold. I think it's 5,000 rubles for one gram of gold. Very significant. Now the Patriots out here on the Q side are going, yay, yay, gold, gold will destroy the fed. True statement. And hopefully, and that will be a necessary process. But I'm going to be clear, as I keep saying over and over, if you are celebrating and not preparing, you are a fool. This is going to get ugly in this country. We are the center of the dollar. The whole world and our way of life is built on a debt system. And because of that, we are accustomed to a way of life of of low access or easy access to products, low cost products, exploitation of labor across the world, transference of debt to other nations. We've been able to live any way we want. Anytime we run short on money, we just print more. Those days are in their last months, seriously. So if you have not been preparing, buckle up because it's going to get really, really tough. Now, Here's some of the stupid that's going on, just so we're clear. Biden's administration will begin, and this is the Biden's State Department. And I want to be clear here. This is an illegal president. He's doing his daily briefings in a soundstage that they built somewhere. We don't even know where it is. No one has confirmed that that soundstage is on the property of the White House, yet he's doing a briefing every day from a soundstage. And no one's saying all these idiot liberals out here that are believing in him or whoever they are that believes in Biden, or anybody for that matter that's saying, well, Biden's our president. I don't care if you're who you are. If you aren't smart enough to figure out that something's wrong with that, please take another injection. Matter of fact, take three. It'll help us all out. So we are dealing with the Biden State Department will begin issuing ex-gender passports next month. Ex-gender. That means binary, whatever. You don't want to proclaim gender in our passports. This is how corrupt the system is. This is unbelievable. On an upside, the, a judge has blocked the vaccine mandate for Navy members seeking religious exemptions. So they are not going to, they're, the Navy has kicked out three, 630 members so far for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine, that's the bioweapon, the preliminary injunction that previously covered 35 Navy SEALs now covers 4,000 others. Insane. Expect the Department of Defense to punish them because that's what they do. They're all in bed with Big Pharma anyway. They see the soldiers as experimental vehicles to test things on and to do whatever they want with. So you have... An unbelievable, unbelievable situation going on across the world as you have the Ukraine. Russia's won Ukraine, by the way. If you have any doubt about that, just look deeper into that. There is nothing, for this, for that sake, Russia has managed to encircle all of the cities it's wanted. It's using a, a combination of humanitarian assistance and its elite special forces, Spetsnaz, to just eliminate 
the, completely eradicate these neo-Nazis and pedoph- pedophiles. So that's one thing. So for all the garbage and nonsense and rhetoric you're hearing about Ukraine, Russia's already passed that Rubicon. They're done. Check the box. But what we're really witnessing now is the complete and total internal assault on the American system, what's left of it. And there isn't enough resolve somewhere along the way to stop this from happening. And what I... We're witnessing a complete deconstruction of everything that we know, and it's going to get pretty bad because the Biden administration is now getting ready to end Title 42 Border Control Authority, which means they cannot do a a catch and then send them back over the border. So they're anticipating a massive surge. This is going to happen soon, like this month or next month, very soon. And it's they're going to you're expecting to see the biggest surge on border traffic that we've ever seen. And once they get there and come across, there's no returning them. And the Biden administration, which is an illegal administration, hand puppet of Ukraine, which is the Kazarian mafia, they are planning to transport all of these people in throughout the country in aircraft and buses to distribute illegal aliens across this nation. Our local communities are all going to be impacted. I just want to keep your eye on everything we're talking about. Don't forget where we're going. We are going to the biggest mass food shortage we have ever witnessed in history. And it's global. So they're pumping people into our communities to go on federal support. They're pumping people into our communities they don't have a job, don't, have, don't speak English. Where do you think this is going and why do you think they're doing this? It's pretty simple. They're setting the stages to have total mass chaos across the United States and to completely unend us from inside out. Our local communities, what we're doing right now in our local communities and building fellowship and building communities is building your connections is going to be absolutely essential in working closely with your sheriff. This is going to get very ugly. The dollar is sliding. The food shortages are mounting and they're bringing more and more people in. Matter of fact, it's just opening the gates. This is the, this has been the plan the whole time. And I will assure you that what's coming is real because they're funding the movement of people. And that's all that other money, that dark money that's been siphoning out of the State Department is going down and funding people to come up here and they're busing them up to the border. So this is going to get interesting, to say the least. But agriculture remains a big issue. The U.S. obviously has been shaken by the reality of food shortages because they just had a secret meeting with the main distributors of food one of our mods provided us provided some inside information the other day on Cisco food delivery deliveries. Cisco's a big or a trucking or a distribution company for food for restaurants. Cisco has now said it basically to sum up what they've said, and I'm trying to get a copy of the exact email, but in some of what Cisco has said is that they do not have enough food in stock to fulfill the full orders as they have been filled before for restaurants. So they're cutting back the portion sizes and still fulfilling the orders. So you can start to see the writing on the wall. So Russia's control over the critical aspects of potash and nitrogen, which we've talked about, which comes from natural gas, 
they the U.S. had a total boycott on that, but now suddenly they've exempted those critical commodities from Russia. The problem is, back to Russia, they're not going to accept any payment except in ruble, and you're going to have to open up an account with ruble in the to get rubles in the central bank of Russia. That means you're also going to have to put gold in there. We don't have the gold. At least this administration doesn't have access to the gold. So many crazy things going on. They had a nurse, a school nurse, suspended for revealing, in, this is in the Connecticut Public Schools, that they were secretly giving ch- children puberty blockers behind their parents' backs. You can't make this stuff up. The criminality is out of, outrageous. And I said this earlier, but it's in the previous show on Bended Knee, and I hope you've joined us on Bended Knee. But the reality is this. God's giving us a gift right now to see everything. There's nothing that's hidden anymore. That said, it's going to be painful as we suffer through this reality of a place that we are truly at because our country is corrupted to its very core. And just so I ask the question here, and it's an important question for everybody to consider, when you're sitting here, one of these is saying, we're going to vote and make change in the fall. We're going to vote for President Trump. It's all going to be better. The White Hats are going to be in control. Okay. Whatever. And I'm not going to, I'm sure as heck not going to turn down the opportunity to watch the military smoke some some of these dirt bags. But here's the real. And you have to ask yourself this. What form of government, after you have witnessed what we have in our government, and after you have witnessed what our corporations are willing to do, and after you have witnessed what this bio-tyranny looks like, and after you have witnessed how our hospitals function, and after you have witnessed this, how our schools have functioned, tell me how that's going to change, first of all, and these are just this is a rhetorical question for you to consider, how, how is that going to change with the changing of one man or even a few hundred people in government, number one, and number two, tell me that this government will be trusted enough for you to put your children in the care of them. Because I'll tell you, I don't, It's not going to happen. We have a deeply corrupted government. Take a listen to this piece. What are they going to do when you say that the world's going to end in 10 years and the world is overpopulated, so to solve the problem, we can't be having as many kids? Just seeing the way that they connect all these issues in their minds makes me really worried because in communist China, they literally forced abortions onto anybody who had more than one child. Then they forced sterilized all the women that dared to get pregnant. So women were secretly having their kids and then keeping the kids in little tents and and barns in the countryside. So this is not us like freaking out and creating some hypothesis of what could happen. Duh. This is actually what leftist regimes do, right. especially when they start running out of resources. We now have the Biden food shortage coming, and this is a classic step after leftist policies destroy a country. After they had the famine in China, they had no resources, and it resulted in the one-child policy. So this is disturbing. Leftism is evil. It's satanic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not surprised at all that now they're saying don't have kids. Well, not going to put it in clear perspective. They have ruined the food, the supply chain. They have cut back on the production of food, their policies and trying to do centralized planning, which I'm going to say it because I have to. Who started the centralized planning concept of our supply chain system? Unfortunately, whether you like it or not, that was President Donald J. Trump in March or May of 2020 when he allowed the Defense Department to take control of our supply chain system using the new advanced AI system. That's all part of the fourth industrial revolution. 
So let's be clear. That disaster started before Biden got in office. We're just suffering through the destruct, destruction right now. So we, we, are, we have been living through this constant breakdown of our system, and it's steady. And this is a constant destruction of the American culture, American values. We're seeing the destruction of American values. We're looking at it right now, and we see where these people are, and they're sick. They're some of the sickest people you could ever imagine, and they're in power. And they like kids and they like your kids. Take a listen to this. Member of 2021, the entire UN voted on an anti-Nazi resolution. And only two states objected to this anti-Nazi resolution. Just take a guess at who those two nations were. One starts with a U and ends with a crane. And then the other one starts with a U and ends with a United States of America. Two countries voted against this anti-Nazi, Russia-initiated resolution December of 2021, which was initiated by Russia for combating Nazism. Now, I don't know what exactly to make of that. I don't know what you should do with that information, but I want you to keep it in the back of your mind while you're watching this war go down. I know what to do with that. It's pretty easy. I'll just call it like it is. Operation Paperclip. That's where it all began when we imported about 10,000 Nazis, not 3,000, by the way. And we gave them full rights to our entire nation. Full access to every corporation. Full access to the seats of our government. We have been living under the Fourth Reich, and it's in a stealth form. And now you're just seeing it in full view of the world. It's not going to be an easy pathway here, and we're going to have to get really serious about communities and the seven pillars of county by county. This fight is going to come down to county by county. Now, as we make that pivot, I want to talk about something more personal to Bard's Nation right now. There is one of our followers, and she goes by Gamana. She's been a follower for a long time. Matter of fact, when I was back on YouTube and on over on Twitter talking regularly to George News. All right, well, she's, we need some prayers, and she's asking for prayers, and we need to, I'm going to ask everybody to please do prayers for her. She's dealing with one of the most difficult choices any parent would have to make. Um, her child, I'm just going through the notes here has is unconscious from a traumatic brain injury and they've been asked to make the decision of whether to remove life support as I'm understanding the problem. This is one of these very difficult, difficult decisions. And there's no easy answer. Um, Gamana was also at Bard's Fest and, and just a long It's just, it's going to be a very difficult decision. I'm reading the notes and I apologize. I'm just kind of reading through this. Um, her, her daughter was in a car accident earlier this week. 
So this is a very difficult issue. So I'm just asking that everybody keep her in her prayers. This is one of these very difficult moments for any parent, I can't imagine. And we'll include it in our closing prayer tonight. And that's kind of the pivot I think that needs to happen right now anyway. It's a lot of very dark news. And we're looking very much at the destruction of our nation the way that we know it. And it has to happen this way, sadly. The nation that we understand, the federal government that binds us together is not our federal government. It's a federal government that's owned and paid for by the central banks. And those central banks are the ones that provide the currency. Those central banks are the ones that encourage our debt enslavement. The central banks are the ones that tax us illegally. The central banks are the ones that incarcerate people at will, that make up and trump up charges anytime they want. I, I'm one right now that I'm, I'm completely fed up with federal, federal level politicians of any kind because there's so much garbage being said and no one is talking about the truth of what's going on. No one's talking about ending the injection or talking about the consequences of that. I mean, as Dr. Sherry Tempenny just said recently, everybody 30 or older that has taken, that is fully vaxxed, will have HIV, AIDS, by the fall. That's her projection. Every person that is fully vaxxed will have HIV by the fall. That's a consequence of this injection that is going to be lingering. And it's going to be lingering for generations. We're going to be paying that cost. And I don't care where you sit on the political spectrum, why I can't stand anybody talking about federal politics right now. Because no one has the backbone to stand up in front of the public and say, stop the damn backs. What they say is it's your choice, which is complete BS. That's a cop-out to try to maintain votes while you allow an absolute crime against humanity and a war against this nation to be waged. And there are criminal charges that must be brought to anybody They will not speak up about it, and including anybody that has bragged about it or promoted it. Influence has a consequence. So I'm going to make this statement, which I know makes some people upset, and I don't care. I have been an absolute supporter of President Trump. I, the criminality of this is the Bidens, first of all, the Bidens have been part of this development. So was Obama, because it dates back to him. And we take Fauci back to the Bushes. And there's a whole lineage of Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna hand puppets that have been part of the FDA that have all influenced these decisions, have rolled out. We go back to the Act of 1986 that allowed the indemnification of the pharmaceutical companies so they could develop vaxes willfully without any consequence of lawsuit. And Congress has failed at their job of maintaining that oversight because they saw how bad it was once they approved the law and they are afraid to have to bring it out because of the consequences of what that would be for their political careers, plus they're being paid well by Big Pharma. But there is not a president alive, including Trump, that is not complicit in this problem. 
and why I get exceedingly upset over Trump's issue is because he was doing the right thing up until we got into this vaccine. He was doing the right thing by pushing alternative treatments. And then whatever the heck happened, we made the left turn to hell, and it went from being promoting the vax to I taking personal responsibility with an I that of taking the of making the vax and telling people they needed to take it and telling people that while he wouldn't mandate it, he would influence them to take it. Well, there's over four hundred thousand people dead now. There's 1.2 million that we know are vaxxed injured. And according to these numbers, that's about 30 to 40% of the population is now going to have some form of an immune deficiency, an HIV AIDS type syndrome by fall. No one escapes this. No one escapes this. We have been played so badly, and this is one of the things that we have to get our heads around is that we're being played again right now with this Ukraine thing. And I've taken special effort to talk about Ukraine from the point of view of Putin to dispel this neurosis and psychotic response to Ukraine, which is a pure Nazi state. And while Putin is doing, at one level, Putin's doing amazing things by rooting out the Nazis and getting rid of the pedophiles, There's three paths here, and Putin's part of the center path, and I've said this all along. And that center path is critical to understand. There is the extreme Illuminati path, which absolutely targets kids and sees kids as their food and their sacrificial need and source of adrenochrome. And then you have that middle path that these moderate elites that are based, what they're doing, which is good, is they're trying to get rid of that preying on kids and that stalking and destroying of of children, though we have yet to hear anybody denounce openly this LGBTQAI plus garbage of grooming that they're doing at Disney. I haven't heard, other than Ron DeSantis, I haven't heard anybody else speak out about it. And it has to be part of every platform going forward. You cannot be a president. You cannot be a congressman without calling it out. Not if we're going to be a country under God. And for that community, whether you like it or not, because we are a country set up under God as set up by the Declaration of Independence, I got news for you. There's no room in this world, in this nation, under those rules for LGBTQAI+. Period. It's gone. It never is allowed. That's the whole issue. It can't even be tolerated. So maybe Canada is a good place to flee. I don't know. But here's the bottom line. What we are seeing is we're watching the center path of this, which is the regional versions of the WEF, regional governments, North America, South America as one region, Central Asia as another region. We're seeing this new breakaway, the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, the BRIC nations have made an alliance. There's going to be other alliances made by North, the North American Union, which has all been part of this. All of these things are being orchestrated right before our very eyes as we repel against, we revolt against the Illuminati with the hand puppet of Klaus Schwab, and people swing back to embracing this Putin-type path of a digital currency, which is what the ruble is going to become. It's a central bank of Russia digital currency based on 
backed by gold. There's still shots going, injections mandatory in certain states in Russia. They still have a COVID pass in action in, in Russia. All of these things are part of the fourth industrial revolution. They're just swinging from a centralized world government to a regionalized government, and we're all getting played. Except if we follow the pathway towards a sovereignty built on our own local communities, hence county by county in the seven pillars. We have to find a way out of this, and we cannot, you cannot fall into that trap of embracing this new CBDC, which is going to come out here, by the way. The Fed is going to collapse. You're watching the death of the Federal Reserve dollar. That's coming like a steamroller, and it's beginning its slide as of today with Russia only accepting rubles for gas. And as we go forward here, instead of 17% of the countries controlling 83% of the world, which is what it currently is under the Federal Reserve System, you're going to start seeing that fragment radically. And that 83% is getting ready to revolt. So when you start hearing about the border opening up, don't think that the people coming up here are coming up here to be good Americans. They're racing up here to take stake of this land because they hate what we are. And as much as I love our country, our government has betrayed us so deeply, it's sickening. Daily Telegraph today, New Zealand, who are the Americans coordinating bioweapons research in Ukraine labs? They took this information from a release from the Kremlin that details out, and this was posted in TASS on March 31st, which is today, detailing every American that they, the key Americans involved in developing bioweapons lab. Just hear this one. This is amazing to give you an idea of what dirtbaggery was going on over there. So the... The Russian defense ministry today stated that one person was Joanna Wintrell, the head of DTRA, which is the, it's our agency to, of defense threat reduction agency. Okay. That's what we were funding at the taxpayer dollars. So the office in the in their office in Ukraine was responsible for the coordination of military biological projects in the country and for personnel selection. Under her guidance, this is a quote. Under her guidance, several projects, they list three, UP-4, UP-6, UP-8, were implemented. Now listen to this. They envisioned research into deadly pathogens such as anthrax. Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever and leptospirosis. And I had to look up what that is. That's some sort of blood disorder that when you get it, you get fevers and then you can also start like bleeding from the eyes. Oh, and I did, I guess I forgot to mention they were also developing drones to aerial spray this crap. That's on our taxpayer dollars doing this in the Ukraine. This is our government, and this is the reputation that we have in this world. Nations shall be judged because people are not separate from the government. Our government, sadly, has been using our name, our country, to destroy whole cultures, to test diseases on other cultures. So the question we have to face is, what is this going to look like as we go forward? Because the world isn't exactly going to embrace us with open arms and say, we love you. Thank you for 
all of your great service towards destroying our governments and your CIA that overthrew our governments and that killed many people. Thank you for rounding us up around the world and putting us into terrorist camps and doing things like waterboarding on us because we looked at you the wrong way. Thank you for killing our leaders because we decided to go on a gold standard ourselves and we didn't approve it with the Rothschild Central Bank. And thank you for developing bioweapons in your 300-plus bioweapons labs across the entire globe that threatened any time that we stepped out of line, just managed to release some sort of pathogen so we would all die of some horrific death. That's our government. I believe our Declaration of Independence says something about that. Like, uh, I should, uh, matter of fact, I, I need to just pull that up because we need to be very clear on what our rights are and what we have as a country and what that says. I don't know if I can find it or not. Oh, but I do have, oh, look at this. I have the Patriots Declaration of Independence for the fight for humanity. That's our version of it. That's on the Bard's website, by the way, if you didn't know that. Pretty good. It's under the blog section. But here it does say, in here it says this. I'll find it. Because ultimately we've been given the right and the responsibility. Oh, it's here it is. It is. It becomes our duty, not just our right, our duty to throw off such evil. I, I changed that a little bit in our version. It says such throw off such vile evil and illegal government. It's worth a read if you haven't read that. Go to the bardsfm.com, read the, go to the blog page, and you'll read the Patriots Declaration of Independence for Fight for Humanity. It's there. So we're really starting to see a pretty intense unraveling of things, and we're going to have to really focus locally on this. Our government has betrayed us. That's the fundamental issue. Food crises on a global level are happening we have had the Biden administration shut down oil and gas production across this nation. And let's be clear, he may have shut it, this hand puppet administration may have shut it down, but the oil and gas companies went along with it. Let's be clear about that. People don't get the opportunity right now to brush their hands away and go, oh, I was victimized by, our, our, by a fake president. No, you weren't. You were complicit in it because all these same companies were complicit in the COVID scam. It's just like, like Costco, right? You go into Costco before COVID, everything's normal. Like the day of the announcement of a pandemic, like 24 hours later, all of these cut place plexiglass shields start popping up everywhere. And you're like, where did you get those manufactured overnight? In every Costco across the nation. How did that suddenly happen? And then you go, wait, wait, Walmart has the same thing. And, oh, Kroger has the same thing. And, oh, how did that all happen? Because they all knew it was coming. Every damn one of them was part of this plan. The corruption on this is so wicked and so deep. It's like the issue with nurses out here screaming bloody murder. And I, I'm asking the question which has to be asked, which is, okay, I'm s sorry your employer has been unfair to you to tell you to take the shot. But how many people did you give the shot to or advise to take the shot? When you knew it was bad. Every sense of check and balance in this nation fell apart. And everybody we would have trusted turned their back on common sense and the protection of humanity. And we're ending up now with a mass surge of immunal deficiencies. We have 
Not one politician that has said anything about stopping the injection yet. We still haven't heard it. The only one really fighting vocally about this is Ron DeSantis. And I have yet to hear, not saying they're not there, but I have yet to hear any promising upcoming candidate in either of the parties. I don't care what party you're in. If you're saying these words, stop the injection, I'm listening, but nobody's doing it. Because they're afraid to bring it onto the trail. They're afraid that they're going to get a backlash. They're afraid it's going to affect their win. They're afraid it's going to affect their funding in some way or another by some trickle down that's coming from Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. So where does that leave us? That leaves us central back to where we are. We have to start focusing local and get serious about this. And hence the seven pillars of county by county. It is Absolutely critical that we start getting anchored into these. Pillar one, home churches. We need to get God back in the center of our homes and in the center of our neighborhoods and our communities. Home churches. So this is strengthening the family and home, developing and fortifying the relationship with God, living by God's laws, empowering giving, very critical, aiding those in need and those without a voice, Supporting a from-within transition of churches away from the 501c3 yoke. Living by accountability to God for all we do. Reforging the foundations in our community in on the words, in God we trust. Community building and education and training. Pillar number two, critical. Saving the children. Homeschooling. Getting them out of the indoctrination camps. Pillar number two, homeschooling. And that's centered on reclaiming the nurturing of our children and installing the ideas, ideals of free thought, faith in God, service to community, and the pursuit of deep knowledge that leads to our gifts and talents. God-centric teaching, strengthen the family and respect for elders, build community education networks and support, utilize seniors to share experience and knowledge, our, edu- our wisdom class that's getting slaughtered by the vax and everybody out here who promotes the idea of seniors taking the shot needs to get a noose around their neck. As well as those pushing kids to get the shot, that's another series of nooses. We're going to run out of rope. You better start growing hemp, by the way, because we're going to need a lot of rope. Install community involvement and outreach. Teach living by God's laws. Instill the values of accountability and sovereign living. Tailor education to enhance God's gifts and talents. Education and learning and community building. A lot of common areas on these in every one of these. Pillar number three, so critical right now. Patriot Gardens. Building from the tradition of Victory Gardens whereby each person works within their means and the limits of their domicile to grow some or all of their food they consume. So the whole concept behind this is it rekindles the spirit of being accountable for what we consume and provide in our lives. Reclaiming sovereignty over what we consume, enhancing health and well-being through food and herbs, using food and herbs as therapeutics, improving the earth through stewardship, Edible landscapes, increasing physical and spiritual energy, connecting with God through the earth and plants we grow, homeschool integration, education and learning, community building. Hear that in every one of these? Pillar number four, right work. 
resetting our livelihoods to be built upon the gifts and talents God has given us to release us from the yokes of government and corporate masters. That's right. That's related to 1 Timothy 5.8. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That's 1 Timothy 5.8. Pretty profound. So this whole section, discovering God's gifts and talents, living faith and living by faith, building careers and businesses built on giving to the world, allowing God to work through us and raise us, transforming the world through the creation he leads us to, paying forward, achieving levels of accomplishment and joy only God can provide, education and learning, community building. Every one of these ultimately connects through education and community building. Pillar number five. And by the way, all these are available. You can just go to Bard's website, bardsfm.com, and there's a tab up on top. It just says county by county. And it's also on the front page. And all these are, I'm reading right from that page right now. Health and healing. The creation of county medical facilities based on natural cures, herbal medicine, fitness, proper diet, prayer, as well as R&D to expand the knowledge to the new levels. Jeremiah 17.4. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Reclaiming sovereignty. Over our individual health, rebuilding the health system from bottom up. That means at your house to your community level. Helping, healing, I'm sorry, in therapeutics, in localized clinics, or just local households. We're trying to use what we have, holistic health, spiritual health, empowering the body systems to heal itself. Staying away from big pharma, R&D to develop natural treatments and cures using God's bounty. Here's the thing, there's a ton of that going on. And everybody can do that through tinctures and growing plants and trying things and sharing that knowledge. Knowledge sharing is fantastic and essential in this. Again, it's all, and it all connects through knowledge and faith, education and learning, community building. Pillar number six is informed action. Developing the knowledge and wisdom that includes education on the current state of affairs, revised our true histories, mapping the political terrain and developing target action plans to transform the governments in our governance in our county by county to take it back to a constitutional constitutional foundation and foundation in God. Proverbs 18, 18, 15, the heart of discerning acquires knowledge for the ears of the, the wise who seek it out. So this is important here in just looking at being informed and we have to stay informed in our county and we have to stay, keep our focus on these counties because we have big crises coming in here. And it's an important discussion to have. I would encourage everybody to have a discussion with your county commissioners and your sheriff to at least let them be aware of the looming issue that's coming at us of food shortages. How's the county going to manage that? Because the federal is not going to be there. And if it is, it's coming in with a big and heavy cost. Federal government has no intention of helping people without getting people to obey them. It's not benevolent. It has an objective. And all of this is about an objective to destroy. Remember, they create the problem. They offer the solution. Same thing all the time. And it's essential to realize where the enemy is. 
The counties, if you have a good sheriff and a good county commission, they understand the people very well, but we are long out of range of federal interest. The federal, the federal government has betrayed us in every level. So the final pillar, seven, in, in pillar seven, is stewardship and conservation. Living in balance with God's world, making sure that we are using what we need, being conservative in our purchases and wise in our purchases so that we're purchasing over long-term, stewarding the land, helping others in the same way, living as we should in this beautiful kingdom that God has given us. There is a lot to our the power that we have in changing the world if we are taking it seriously at a local level in our homes first and then our, in our local neighborhoods and later in our communities. And in all that is coming at us, and it's coming at us fast, we are going to have to make some serious pivots on where we put our priorities of action and our priorities of time. We've had a pretty convenient process over the last five years of being very, been blessed with an excess of time to be able to deal with many of these things, look at the political picture, become aware. But unfortunately, that time, in my opinion, is slowly going to be diminishing. We're coming to a place where the tasking on each person is going to increase radically. We have to start taking responsibility for those types of changes now. Otherwise, we're going to be caught flat-footed. We are having to take, make sure that we are in a place where we are getting these rhythms down. It's just like the piece I played the other night. If you are used to a garden, it's one thing. But if you have not gardened or you think that you're going to do that at the last minute, that's entirely another situation. There is no, matter of fact, I'll just play that piece right now. Take a listen to this. I had a friend the other day. He's still my friend. But the other day we had a conversation about what would happen if the grid went down. How would he provide for his family? He told me he had a plan, a plan that would include a couple of months of food that he has stored away right now, and then he would plant a garden. What? It doesn't work that way. That only works if the grid goes down in May, April, March. If it goes down in September or October, you're not planting a garden. And what if you don't know how to garden? My first year, I failed miserably. You need to be practicing self-sufficiency now. Grow a garden this year. Right now, it's March. You need to be planting a garden. If not outdoors, starting seedlings indoors. Don't wait until it's too late. Yes, have some food stores to get through, but don't rely on starting a garden when things get bad. Do your garden now. Yes, do your garden now. And that's really what all of this comes around to is the basic fundamentals of what's going to make a difference. We have to be able to get to a place of where as communities we're coming together and taking these crises seriously not having the convenience of turning our back on them and feeling that we can run over to Walmart to get what we want. And I praise all of those that are doing that. It's essential. 
this crisis is coming hard at us and we have to work every, do everything we can to awaken others and at the same time prepare our own homes. And it's going to be a steady, in my opinion, it's going to be fairly steady to a certain point. You're going to see the slow and steady decline of the dollar. Prices are going to continue to rise. Gas is going to continue to rise. Cost of livings increase as the buying power falls. And it's done in a very stealth and devious way. Because by the time people wake up to what's happened, so many are in a place where they can't do anything about it if they haven't prepared. That's why we need to inform as many people as we can. Because once the dollar gets to a point where you cannot buy ahead, meaning you can just barely get by, and you finally people finally wake up to that, it's too late. There's no way that they're going to be able to get caught up. So we have this obligation, and I see it because we're the watchers on the wall. God has given us a number of gifts. He's given us the gift to see clearly, for eyes to see. He's giving us the ears to hear and to hear what's going on. And with that, we just like in Ezekiel, we once we have chosen, we've been chosen in that, in my opinion, for that reason, to stand on the wall and speak the truth. And as we speak the truth outward to the people, if we refuse to, the blood is on our hands and on our head. But we now need to be the watchers on the wall. We need to inform people of what is coming and what is out here. It's important. And do everything we can to get people to realize what is coming. If they refuse to hear and they don't want to hear, we can't do anything about that. But at least we can say proudly before God that we tried. So, very important times. Food. Make sure that you've got... Food is big. If you're on medications, try to get off as many as you can, but to get stocked up on what is essential to you. Take this time to prepare. We're in, in my opinion, and I don't think many people would disagree, we're in a slow countdown now on the end of the dollar. And wherever that leads, I don't know. But we're having enormous crises coming into our nation, and it's all by design to try to break what we are as a nation. The war is very real. They're waging it in a very stealth way, and they're enjoying every bit of it. Don't think they aren't. And along the way, they're going to try to grab as many kids for their pleasure as they can. Keep that in mind, too. We're going to, at some certain point as a nation, we're going to have to make some very hard decisions of whether we're going to follow that passive and milk toast path that everything's okay and we're going to love everybody and hold hands and pray, or whether we're going to follow that martial path of being very clear where God wants us and being willing to flip tables and taking a stand as communities. That time is coming. So it's a real question of where you center your faith. And the most important thing right now is prepare your home. Get your food going. Get your preparations going. Be focused. Do not live in fear. Turn to God. He's there guiding us. This is a steady hand. And understand that you're going to be fine as long as you're anchored on that rock of faith and as long as you're doing the due diligence to prepare. I don't think we'll ever find an example in Scripture that says that you can sit on your butt and God will be okay with it. Every challenge throughout the Scripture demands that people do challenging things. I'll just leave you with this before we pray. Read Esther, the story of Esther. 
17th book of the Bible. It's an amazing story of of what I think as a community we're going to have to all face and this, this decisions each of us have to now confront. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight with this heavy message tonight, a very real message of needing to prepare and be very awake. But before we get into that, we'd like to focus and dedicate some prayers to one of our own, Jimana, who has been in a very been placed into the most difficult of situations that a parent can place, be placed, which is the choice of letting their, their daughter go after a very vicious accident, who's now in a coma. Father, if such a miracle is possible to heal her completely, then please let that be possible. Let her be blessed with an awakening and a healing in such a way that she can truly rise and feel that glowing glowing love and power of Christ. And if such a healing is not possible for her, then we pray for the healing of her mother, a heavy heart that's going to have to make a difficult decision and to please provide her with that strength and that guidance as needed that only you can provide. We, as Bard's Nation, raise our prayers tonight for for such a thing as this. Father, we have had a pretty trying last couple of years. And we're coming to a point now where we're starting to see the game board get crazier by the day. There's times that we all just (laughs) feel like taking up the bat and swinging at the evil. I think the challenge that we're going to have to face your father is the realism of what it's going to take to stand true and Walk as your soldiers to the strength of David and Jeremiah, Joshua. We're also going to have to face the challenges of preparations like Noah. So, Father, we just ask right now that you'll bless us in this time to give us clarity in each step, strength, and to hear our prayers and to hear our hearts because there are many that, that right now that are afraid as they sh- we don't want them to be, but it's a natural state. Let them find that intimate love with you, that you provide, that strength, that glory, that wonderful place that you have that strips away the fear, that reassures us with all that you have and all that you are, that no matter how things come, we will always be okay with you. Let us remember the sacrifices made by Jesus. And Jesus, thank you for everything that you have brought to us and given to us. We have literally been prepared for such a time as this. And it's now that we have to stand boldly in your trust, in in connection in our fellowships, and to take this moment as an amazing opportunity to redefine the church, to redefine our communities, and to really to be the leaders in our communities, no matter how unexpected that may be for many, but the leaders that carry your love and your light each and every day. Guide us, protect us, and we say these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. So Patriots, it's a good time, as difficult as the news is and ridiculous as these idiots are. 
Because the one thing that we always have in this walk, no matter how challenging it gets, is the ability to lean in deep to Father. Never forget that. And in all the craziness of this, when we look across at the other side of whoever, whatever political spectrum they're part of, they're going to need to see that sort of strength in this time. And that's where our role is so great. As I have said this quote so many times, never has will so much be asked of so few by so many. Well, like it or not, we're the few. So buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. But I like roller coasters, personally. I just don't like to fall out of them. So buckle up. It's going to be a good one. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. It's a glorious time. Keep your prayers up. Prayers for our for our, our B-Dad tonight. Prayers as well for Father to provide that clarity of each step. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM, or Fishers of Men, excuse me, until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor 
will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 